Hello everyone, welcome to the basement. Now if you've heard my story or visited my website you'll know that this is a place very close to my heart. I've spent about, I don't know, cumulatively maybe two, three years down here converting it into a, a habitable space. Um, and I'm stood on right now amidst all the dust and, and dampness. It smells a bit like new paint and wood down here. It's quite comforting if you're into a home improvement and DIY and tools and that sort of thing. And I'm stood in a, a bright room uh, on, a, on a very polished sort of grey, almost glassy surface underfoot. And it wasn't always like that until maybe two days ago. It was a sort of lumpy texture, a bit like Imagine the surface of a bowl of porridge. If, if that went hard and you run your fingers over it, that, that's what it used to be like down here, but it's not like that anymore. It's lovely, smooth, almost, I don't know, like latex, if you ran your finger over it. It's very pleasing to touch. It's glassy without a reflection. Uh, why would you want to do that? Well, you can't, you can't put flooring down, laminate and carpet on a lumpy uneven surface you need you need a nice stable level surface to work off it's it's just good good practice um but this 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 podcast episode isn't isn't about um self-leveling floor compounds though we will touch on that you'll be glad to hear no it's um it's a little microcosm story about fear and perfectionism which is a term people use quite lightly when they say i'm a bit of a perfectionist but if if you know what perfectionism really is about, it's a bit of a bind. It's a double-edged sword. It's really high standards and reliable people who keep their word. They're perfectionists, but they tend to be um, victims of their own high standards, meaning they're never quite happy with the outcomes and results they get. But, um, yeah, so what, let me tell you this story. So when it was a lumpy, hard, crusty porridge surface down here, in this dark little uh, shower, kitchenette, bathroom area. Um, we needed to do something about it. So I thought, well, I could leave it as it is, which is not a very professional, proper way of doing it. Or I could do something about it. So I looked into all the options out there. One of the big ones is you put, let you get someone in to level it or you pour some concrete or your magic substance on the floor and it levels itself out. Self-leveling floor compound if you're a nerd about it like I am. So I looked into that and I thought, what could possibly go wrong if I do it myself? Now, if you have got an overactive imagination like me and you're a bit of a perfectionist, the question, what could go wrong provides fertile ground for the imagination to go completely batshit. What could go wrong? Well, it could crack, it could split, it could leak, it could set and go hard, this new concrete floor. I could end up having to chisel it all up, scrape it up, throw it all in a skip and start over again. I could burn through hundreds of pounds. I could end up having to get a professional in, hold my tail between my legs and, you know, uh, swallow a bit of pill that I failed. It could be even worse than it is than it was, you know. It could be like lumpy porridge is tolerable, but if it's like, you know, the Himalayas down here because it's all lumpy and I got it all wrong, that could be even worse. I could have made the problem many, many times worse than it actually was. So it was getting quite ridiculous, you know, to a point there was like things falling off the ceiling and dropping in the concrete and setting tools, insects, people. 
<laughs> it was getting really extreme. At one point there was also talk of, you know, what if someone got into the basement and walked in it and made it all lumpy? What if it started to get all set and look really nice, but I started to get picky with it and going, well, maybe I could smooth that bit out, as you do sometimes, making it a lot worse than it actually would end up would end would have ended up being if you hadn't fannied around with it. It was getting very silly and when you start exploring these avenues of where your imagination leads you and whether you should do these things that you are hesitant and scared about, you start to realise that it's about control and our relationship with change. Now, if you boil it down to it with, with perfectionists who are prone to procrastination and putting things off and fear of failure, they're all universal themes, you don't have to be a perfectionist to wrestle with these things, but what they often fundamentally come down to is your relationship with the status quo and whether or not that should change for the better or the worse. So the mind says, well, just stick with what you know, don't do anything about it. And that's what I was looking at, I was just thinking, I could live with this floor, you know. I don't have to pour this stuff down here. I could, it's expensive, it could go wrong, etc. All the things from above, all the above that I was discussing earlier. And essentially it boiled down to, you know, don't do it, ignore it, avoid it, run away, put it off, procrastinate, and just, just don't do anything about it. But I tried to be bold, I tried to be brave. I looked at all the videos out there, I must have watched about four hours of chaps and, and ladies laying various different self-leveling floor compounds. I mean, my YouTube video watch history is, it's pretty banal. I, I dread to think the kind of shit it's gonna be force-feeding me with um, on autoplay the next few months after watching this, but I was watching a, a very handsome chap in, in somewhere in Europe laying a floor in a workshop. I watched a lady somewhere in Doncaster laying a floor, very talented with, a, with, a, with just a trowel. Um, who else? I was watching American guys telling me how to mix it in a bucket. Um, I was watching, I mean, I got to a point where I was making a shopping list of all these tools I needed to help me get the job done properly. There was all sorts in those spiky rollers and I was looking into the chemistry of how compounds work and I went down a bit of a rabbit's hole. And essentially what I was doing was more procrastination. I was trying to manage and control the unknown, uncertainty, fear, and it was getting a bit silly. So come Saturday morning, we're, we're Monday afternoon now, come Saturday morning I'd been fanning around for three hours or so, doing all the little jobs around the edges, tidying up, hoovering, sweeping, cleaning, preparing surfaces, doing minor little jobs, and it came to it, I'd done all I could, now I've got to do something about this floor. So I stared at it for a while, imagined it a bit longer. I thought, no, it's now or never. And I opted for the fuck it approach. I threw all this self-leveling compound into a bucket and I mixed it up in the way I'd, I'd uh, seen the videos uh, do it and my heart was pounding over something very trivial, but that's often the way, isn't it? It's these little trivial things that seem to cause the greatest existential fear and, and dread. And I mixed it up and I had my bucket and I walked in there and I looked at the bare, lumpy, hard porridge surface and I thought, well, like I say, now or never, here we go. And I poured it out. 
and I was dreading what was going to go wrong and I picked my trowel in my hand and I run it over the surface of this lovely soupy, viscousy, sort of creamy grey uh, fl um, fluid mixture that I'd mixed up and I, I started to move it around with my hands and it was, it was really satisfying. It's a bit, it was a bit like blancmange or cold custard. It wasn't quite runny but it wasn't quite a mixture, a compoundy um, type consistency and it was very satisfying and I was pushing it into the corners like I'd watched on videos and I was spreading it onto the thinly on the, the high parts and I was letting it gather on all the, the lower parts because that's what you want, you want a nice level finish acro across the floor and you know what, as I got into it I started to enjoy it, I started to think well this is quite satisfying actually you know I've got the the tools and I've got the materials and I got as far as I could go with the imagination part and it just came down to the actual doing part and seeing what would happen in reality and 20 minutes later I was stood looking at this I think it must be about five square meters floor of this bathroom thinking this is looking rather nice now you know that's my work that I've done there and it's and I could see where there were imperfections in little bits of hair had fallen into it and in, in one part I could see the the concrete was poking through this compound and you know what I had to do another mix and pour an extra bit out of a bucket and go and revisit a bit revisit a bit of the floor that I'd already leveled off of my trowel which in my mind was worst case scenario having to revisit and redo a bit but even then you know and I knew it was setting this compound I had 20-30 minutes to work with it but I, I knew I had roughly enough time and I went at it and I did it and I leveled it out to a, to a good standard I think for the first attempt you know like to give myself a little bit of credit for that that I've never done this before hence why the, the, the fear was there and uh, the conclusion I came to was um, I quite enjoy it, I'd, I'd rather quite do it again and I went away from the experience thinking I wonder if there are any of my friends with lumpy floors that might want me to come round and mix some some compound up from and do their bathroom and kitchen floors and this kind of thing and I, I didn't expect that outcome I thought it was going to be absolute tragedy um, so that gave me thinking about um, a sort of a conclusion I've come to before with these things where you, you're doing something that's really quite tricky or potentially difficult and you're ultimately wrestling with the unknown uncertainty and fear and your imagination steps in um, but the conclusions of I've, I've drawn from this before and, and this is a little bit sketchy and it might work for you, it might not, but here's, here's my thinking on these things, these, these things we build up in our heads, is, is two outcomes tend to happen or seem possible. The first one is, it's never as bad as you thought. In fact, it's unimaginably different to the way you thought. Even in all these different machinations you're having in your mind that what the, the eventuality that transpires in reality is often very different in a way that you wouldn't have thought it could be and the other possible outcome is it's actually probably quite dull and prosaic and uneventful and timid and you didn't register that because your imagination is not interested in the banal plain um, uneventful it's it likes to think about contingencies and maybe if if there aren't any contingencies, there aren't any events while you're doing something, then, you know, um, why consider it? So those two outcomes seem to seem to factor into this um, 
or rather don't factor into it those two things I didn't consider before I began this whole project of levelling the floor or indeed take on any um, particularly um, looming project. So uh, that brings me neatly to a little thought for you to ponder over um, wherever you're basement is, you know, your metaphorical basement, it could be a project, some client work, it could be a dilemma you're facing at work with, with someone or something, it's something that you're putting off. So what, what are you putting off? And you know, where, where has your imagination stepped in? And has your imagination possibly considered those two outcomes that I described? The fact that A, it won't be as bad as you thought. In fact, it'd be unimaginably different to the way you thought, uh, in a way you didn't even consider possible. Or is it just going to be really dull, uneventful, and matter of fact, and not even worth the whole fuss that you're creating in your head? And possibly one to consider. I, I'm not one of these people to live by the fear, the feel, feel the fear, and do it anyway type thing. I'm more of a considered. Let's just treat this with. Let's bring curiosity to this. That's, that's my approach. Maybe that works for you. But what would happen, here's my question, what would happen if you just brought curiosity to it, curiosity to it a measured sort of considered approach? You allowed yourself a little bit of imagination and research and planning, but you just went into it with an openness, a curiosity, a sort of intrigue to see where it led. Maybe if you bring that to the... Uh, thing that's, that's troubling you, maybe the outcome will be, um, well, the outcome might surprise you or just let the outcome dictate for itself what it's going to be. So there's a thought for you. Um, I'll sign off now from the basement, which in the dark and quiet place, it's quite a nice peaceful little spot, but it's brought me far from peace in my life. My strange little... Um, cocoon shielding me from reality that the basement once was. Goodbye for now. I hope that was useful and interesting. I hope you learned a little bit about self-leveling floor compound. And if you've got any technical questions about it, I'd love to have a long chat about the various options or probably more productively if you'd like to talk a little bit more about fear, what's holding you back and more importantly, what you're dreaming about. What would the dream situation be like if you applied your head to this thing that's holding you back. Talk to me about that. That sounds exciting. Bye for now, anyone. Everyone. Anyone? Or anyone. Goodbye.